بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وآله وأصحابه أجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته وعليكم السلام ورحمة الله وبركاته All right, what we talking about today? Today we're talking um, we're talking about being an example for the rest of the world. Like what Islam was meant to do. Islam was meant to come as a guidance for mankind, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So what that means is that the way we conduct ourselves is very important. And this is a saying of the Prophet is the way oh, we, we conduct ourselves, our manners, our character, these are very important things in faith. These mm-hmm. are things that help you complete your faith. You understand? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what we're here to talk about, especially in the day and age of social media, instant gratification, all these types of things. It is very important as us as Muslims and people who conduct ourselves as Muslims online, in public and all these things to present ourselves the, the right way. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we're creating like fitna, we're creating trials. Confusion. Yeah, confusion in the Ummah, division in the Ummah. Oh, like, to begin, let's talk about what, like, what is Islam? What is the right way? Islam is submission when, when you have maybe perhaps a non-Muslim and you're a Muslim. Yep. Show them what that submission is. Perhaps if you want to give doubt, show them what that submission to Allah is. What a blessing it is to have a religion in which there is rules, regulations. Prophet, prophets you can look back at the Quran show them what it's things like. that only benefit you yes, they don't take away from your you. life and look look at what Islam is your sins all every sin that we know t- today like it, it only hurts you yep. and any, anything which is halal is good for you it only elevates you Allah will never tell you to do something that will harm you mm-hmm. only to elevate you yeah and this is this these types of things these are very evident bro like um I remember like growing up obviously you know, a time when I was a jahil, like everybody has that time of jahili because, you know, we're not all born on knowledge, you know, yep. right? We're not, we're born on the fitrah, but we're not born on guidance. If you understand the difference, we're born knowing there's, uh, there's only one God, there's Allah, right? But we're not born knowing, you know, his rules, his regulations, the deen of Islam. We're not no, born memorizing the Quran. Like these are things we have to get for ourselves mm-hmm. because we have to turn to Allah ourselves. Remember, mm-hmm. turn to Allah before he turns to you. And I remember growing up, my brother here, Smile, like he was more knowledgeable than me at a time. And I used to see him doing things. I used to see him praying at night or praying in the morning, early in the morning. Or I used to see him reading Quran, memorizing Quran, or, you know, do, just doing, uh, watching lectures, doing all these types of things. So I found myself asking him questions. And I was like, the way that this man conducts himself, like he, anytime someone speaks to him in, Ill, like with ill speech, like speak bad to, uh, to him, he doesn't care. He'll brush it off and go about his day. Like there was a whole bunch of stuff about him that I was like, man, what the heck? I should be doing this. And I remember I was like, bro, I'm his older brother. Why am I not the one advising him? I'm going to this guy, ask him questions about Islam and stuff. And I'm like, man, I should be, he should be asking me. What the mm-hmm. heck? He should be asking me questions. But he wasn't doing that because he already knew. So I was like, all right, bet. So I started competing with him. And the lesson here is look at the way that like the person I surrounded myself with, look how he elevated me. Look how he helped me to elevate myself. You know what I'm saying? This is all this is all glory to Allah. We owe this only to Allah, right? Because mm-hmm. the guidance fr- came from Allah and he, he sought knowledge. But the guidance also came from Allah to me. Seeing him so I could seek the guidance mm-hmm. myself, right? Mm-hmm. And like it got to a point where I was like, you know, I'm competing with the guy. I want to know more than him. I want him to start coming to me with, with questions. And then that's how it happened. He started coming to me with questions. I started coming to him with questions. We started having debates about stuff, mm-hmm. being having discussions because, you know, just like the scholars have disputes, People have disputes themselves. We have disputes about uh, mm-hmm. things and how how a certain scholar may see it this way and we see it th- the way that the scholar sees it. Or he may see it the way that this scholar sees it. It's like, because you have your own mind, right? Mm-hmm. So The division got, is healthy. Yeah, that, that, that type was like, because we could both come to a compromise and see 
different perspectives and how to approach the dean the best way. And also that makes me, that makes something come to my mind. When it comes to like disputes and stuff like this, or when you see an altercation in the street or something, like so, for me, sometimes me personally, I always ask a lot to better my judgment because sometimes I see something. And like one thing I learned from being on this earth is that things are never always, never what they seem. Things are not, or not never, but things are not always what they seem. Mm-hmm. Bro. And it, that's like the story of Musa. Yeah. Down. Like, yeah. bro, that's literally the lesson. Like things were not what they seem. He ended up doing something that he regretted. Mm-hmm. Like he saw two men fighting, he he killed the one who was in the right, and yeah. like you see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Like things are not always. Or what even they seem. even look at it from a different perspective. When you, it's, this is for the people who measure worldly success, like in like and think that's like in the eyes of Allah. Oh, Allah has blessed me because I have this and this and that. Look at Pharaoh and look at Moses. Things are not always what they seem. Pharaoh, he had the bounty. He had he had plentiful things. He was a ruler. Of course, people listen to him. We we as people we're going to be tested with different types of mm-hmm. things. So some someone may be tested with poverty, but someone also may be tested with wealth. Mm-hmm. But if it brings you closer to Allah, then it, it's a blessing. Mm-hmm. And if it takes you far away from Allah, no matter how good it looks, it is a punishment. Mm-hmm. So it's like Perfectly that's what said. things are not always what they seem, and that's I always I always notice that when you like sometimes and you, you know read that makes me think of how now in our day and age these days a lot of us tend to jump to conclusions, yeah. especially against our own Muslim brothers and sisters. We'll start jumping the gun on, like we see them, especially if it's someone who's who's like known in the community. Like they've built a following for themselves, uh, spreading the message of Islam or making videos and people know them as a Muslim. They have a lot of Muslim followers. As soon as they may have one slip of one mistake, it's like, oh my God, every single thing that they've done before is gone. And you see, this is why, this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is so great. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us one slip up does not, end, like it doesn't end your mm-hmm. life. Like it doesn't relinquish all the good that you've done. Mm-hmm. Like all the good you've done is there. That sin, that sin will be there, and you can rectify that. But for us humans, oh, as soon as you do a wrong, even if you try to rectify it, they'll never forget it. Thirty years mm-hmm. down the line, they'll still remember what you did. Mm-hmm. They'll still try to uh, make you rem- uh, like remind you of what you did. And it's so it's so horrible. Like, like look wow. at that. It's it's only with the bad things, with the good things, all those things they toss it out the window. Subhanallah. Mm-hmm. Look at the ungratefulness of mankind. Yes, I agree. And. Even when you look at um, when a person who changes his life around and starts being upon religion and like, uh, for, or for example, someone who, who probably wasn't a practicing Muslim, but started practicing more and more and more. Mm-hmm. They always like to bring up your past. Oh, yeah. Didn't you used to do yeah, this? Or past. Ju- like, why? I don't I never I don't understood that. For me, the, like, it's always like it's always OK to ask why. And there's always a whole bunch of different answers to pop up. For me, I really think personally, if someone were to ask you, if someone were to bring up your past stuff or always bring up something which is bad about you. Like, what does that say about yourself? Look, look, I was, you I was you must have this. some sort of insecurity. Uh, what's it called? It was, uh, hold on one second. Mm-hmm. Forgot what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, what, what, what you just said, man, Na'udhu bro. Like, I hate that so much. I hate those oh, people yeah. who go on social media who speak about, mm-hmm. uh, oh, didn't you used to do this? Or this guy's a fake Muslim. Or this guy, he, he did this for this. Like, bro, how do you know? How do you oh, know? Like, Where'd you get this knowledge from? It's out of That that reminds me because look, before I would I would always like be told I never got hated on by someone who's doing better than me. Mm. So someone who gets on their dean is actually following the way of Allah will never hate on you for trying to do better. Yeah, will never I, hate I on agree. you for re, uh, repenting. But the people who are not on that path yet, they're gonna they're gonna question you. They're gonna be like, "Why are you doing this now?" All of a sudden, you want to start becoming religious. Yeah, look at the Mr. Dean guy. Like, look, I, I don't, I don't people, like. That. Yeah, these people who they like they judge others and. 
you know, they think that they're doing it in the right way. Ask yourself the way the Prophet ﷺ conducted himself when advising his companions. These are people who turned to Islam because they saw the example that he was setting for them, right? So they turned to Islam. If he ever saw them doing it wrong, what did he do? Think about uh, the hadith uh, where he told the companion to cover his awrah. He, he was sitting, the, the companion was sitting, his thigh was shown. He said, cover your thigh, for indeed that is awrah. That's all he did. He didn't say, look at this, look at this dude showing his awrah. Look at him, like, he's a fake like Muslim. Or he's jahannam this, he's is that. for you. He didn't yeah, say that. Exactly. He didn't say none of these things. He never said, oh, you're going to jahannam acting like this. Like, no, he, he would advise them. He would tell them, he would tell them, okay, this is wrong. Khalas, leave it at that. If they choose to follow you and doing what's right, Cool. If not, leave it at that. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah for you doing what you were supposed to do. Mm -hmm. If you see it wrong and you, you advise someone about it, especially if they're Muslim, right? Mm -hmm. But if they don't want to change after that, why do you got to ridicule them? Why do you got to backbite them? Why do you got to slander them? Why do you got to try to actively turn them, them away the, from yeah. Allah? Make them feel worse than they already mm -hmm. do. Because you have no idea what these people battle with. Like, mm -hmm. what if this person knows that he's doing wrong and it's hard for him? Or like, perhaps, do perhaps, know? do you know how long, like, or how long life is? Like, in this... Perhaps you caught someone on a really bad day. Maybe they had really low amount. Maybe stuff was happening. Stuff was happening. Stuff was happening, and they they did something, and then you you bash them and slander them for the rest of their life for that one thing. Perhaps the next day they could they could seek forgiveness from Allah, and Allah will forgive them in an instant. Mm -hmm. And then now now look what you've done, bro. It's just that was that was in the khutbah we just went uh, uh, came from on Friday. Remember they were speaking about the story of Luqman, right? Mm -hmm. And part of, part of like the the khutbah was um, he spoke about. If you were to come to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with sins highest, as high as the heavens and you were to seek forgiveness, Allah would still forgive you. Mm -hmm. And that made me think about like, bro, there are people who live their whole life in, life in sin, but you know, in their heart is sincerity and they have their intention is pure. And so when they turn to Allah and forgiveness, Allah will forgive all of that. Mm -hmm. With one word of repentance. Like that's it's so crazy when you think about that. This is this is one thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wrote for uh wrote with himself is that his his mercy, mercy is greater than his wrath. Mm -hmm. This is the the uniqueness of the connection with Allah. It is based upon repentance, forgiveness. You don't have this type of connection with any other person on earth. Mm -hmm. Not even your mother, not your father, no family member, nothing can triumph over the connection that you have with your Lord. Like this is the one that indeed created you. And and hold on. And how amazing is that connection with God? To know that no matter how much you've messed up, perhaps the entire world may think you're a loser and you're worthless. But you turn to God with a sincere heart mm -hmm. and all of that is forgiven. And then change, change happens in your heart. And now all of a sudden you find yourself praying. You find yourself with better manners. You find yourself with like a, a light, a light upon your face. You're just, you're acting better. You're being kind with people. People are being kind to you. And no, you're no longer, like, and, and you were never worthless. That reminds so, me. Yeah, because, hold on, because, so, let me keep cooking. Because so long as on your, you're on the earth and you're still living and breathing, God did believe yeah. in you. Look, listen, bro, th that reminds me of when I used to work and people used to always ask me questions and I'd be like, man, everything you see me do is because God said so. And if you, if you ever see me do something wrong, know that I didn't mean to do it. Like, I don't, there were, like, there are times where, yeah, if I, if I ever slip up, okay, you know, it's my wrongdoing and I'll try to rectify that. But if you see me doing good, know that it's because God said so. I do, I do all that I do for the sake of Allah, right? Come on, you, you just said something really important. And I want to touch on this. Why, when we see someone do something bad, we think that they meant to do it. We think that it was their intention. Like, they ran towards that. Because running towards something and falling into something because of your human weakness, two, two completely different things. Yeah, and we mm -hmm. spoke about this. Two completely but different things. Let's, let's actually get into it real quick because um, 
I, w- I want people to understand the difference. Very, very like, it's kind of complex. And I want you to understand, like, when you think about it, thinking about like making excuses for your brothers and sisters or assuming the best of them, this is where it comes from. Because when, if someone were to do haram and they're praising it, Oh look, hey, I'm Muslim and I'm I'm here drinking. Yeah, you gotta take care zina. of that. You gotta that's, take care of that. Yeah, that's that's way different than them like doing falling it and it, falling into it, into it trying and you have to hide no it. Idea which one it is. Yeah. Like if, unless you talk to them, you ha- you hash it out with them and understand better from them. Like hey, uh, like as your Muslim brother or sister, blah blah blah, and you speak about it. But if mm-hmm. unless they were flaunting it, you can't really you can't know what like which side of the road they're on you know you what don't i'm saying unseen yeah exactly mm-hmm. these, these are things known to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they will yeah. allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will have his way with them on the day of judgment so why do you have to have your way with them here mm-hmm. like you don't have to push them down when they're already down like you know how bad these sins are so if they persist in them and they don't and listen to your advice listen listen if if someone persists in a sin right and you've advised them why is it your job to keep trying to push bring them back guidance comes from allah you can do your job to a certain extent once you're like once you've exhausted yourself, khalas, like don't push yourself so much to the point where your iman starts to suffer. Because that's happened to me before. I tried to help someone so much, but they wouldn't listen to me. So I was like, okay, you know what? Maybe it's best that I leave you. And I felt like I needed to push them away because I was like, you know what? For me to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I have to leave these things. It's like it's the same as when I'm trying to leave a sin. I have to leave the bad things in my life behind to get closer to, to the nur of Allah. The nur of Allah is light. There's no darkness there. There's no sin. You can't have no black dots on your heart if you want to keep getting closer to Allah. You have to relinquish those. You have to cleanse yourself of those. Purify yourselves of those. And the only way to do that is to look to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm-hmm. So, and I want to bring up something that he, one time Osman told me. He said, like he, pre- he presented an example. Like he said, sim, sins are like self-harm. And I, it made me think so much because everything that Allah forbade you from was for your own self. Allah... Like, this is in the basic understanding of Islam. Allah does not need you. It's not like when you sin, like, oh, you've hurt God. Like, no, this, is, this isn't how it works. Mm-hmm. You've, you've really hurt yourself. So what, in, in reality, what is the reality of this world? It's to become better. To become better. Don't sin. Don't bring yourself down. Don't destroy yourself. Maybe perhaps you're committing a sin. You're committing a sin consistently. consistently, consistently. And then you start treating people badly. To start pe- treating people nasty. Because this, you, there's, a sins have an effect on the people. Yeah. This 100%. is in the fiqh of sins. Yeah, of course, effect. like I said, I labeled it last week as self-hatred and self-harm. Mm-hmm. Why, why is us not indulging in sin also considered that? It doesn't just have to be physical. It could also be mentally, spiritually, spiritually and physical. Yeah. It all plays in. Mm-hmm. Wait, that's actually, hold on. That's very shivered, like very, very profound to say sins are like self-hatred and self-harm. And why I say that is because when I, there was a time where I used to have these thoughts of like regret or like, what if I didn't do this or I should have never done this, right? At a time where, you know, I was trying to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but those thoughts from shaitan, they're, they're very strong. Those, 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 that self-doubt, self-pity and that, that type of stuff. And mm-hmm. I was thinking like, see, it, it did hurt me. Maybe it didn't hurt me at the time that I was committing the sin. But afterward, when I'm trying to rectify it, shaitan is going to make you think like, yeah, this is, you're not going to get forgiven. Yeah, ask for forgiveness as much yep. as you want. Allah won't forgive you. That type of stuff. When those things were getting in my head, it hurt me. I was like, so is all, everything I'm doing for nothing? Am I, am I sitting here on my knees hold crying on, hold on, hold on. to my Lord for nothing? Like, no, that's not the case. Because there's not one time, one time that I've sat down in dua, that I have called to my Lord, that I didn't come out feeling closure afterward, feeling peace, feeling happiness. No matter what it was that, it, that I needed, if I was sad, if I was happy, if I was seeking the guidance or the help of Allah, never have I come out from a dua that I didn't feel satisfied. What were you going to say? 
<laughs> I forgot. <laughs> no, but like, look, look how dangerous this is. The shaitan really does try to get you to despair in the mercy of Allah. And I will always oh. say this. It's always worse to despair in the mercy of Allah than whatever it is that yeah, you're, you're doing. Did. Yes, I agree. And look, here's this is something that a lot of people take for granted. Perhaps, look, I'm going to present you with an example. You may sin. And then afterwards, you feel regret. You feel pain. You feel sorrow. You feel like angry with yourself. Like, because obviously you fell into a human weakness. Stuff happens. But how many of us thank Allah for that feeling? Because think about it. There are people out there in the world who are happy with disobeying God. Yeah, yeah. Who, are, who are content with disobeying God. But you, Allah there chose you to have that feeling of regret. Yeah. Thank him. Because, that, bro, that's such a good sign. You don't understand. You better clip this and put it on the podcast and put it on the Instagram. Because <laughs> think about how shifted that is. It, wait, but it very depends. Like, listen, because there are types of like thoughts like that where it's like it makes you continually like seek forgiveness in Allah. And that's good. Continually saying something or making Tawbah or whatever. But there could also be those thoughts where it's just like you feel it like, like everything you're doing is worthless. And those are from shaitan. Those are the ones where shaitan will make like make all your efforts feel like they mean nothing. Yeah, and, and, like, hold on. and this this also goes into like Islam. Islam is not an emotional religion. It's a logical religion. Yeah. Just because you've made one fault, you've made one error, even though you're, it's inevitable, doesn't mean everything that you've done before is negated. So if you were having these thoughts, you know that it's from it's from shaitan. 100%. Satan. Look, this, this sounds kind of crazy. And I heard it actually earlier today. I was listening to... Uh, one of Mufti Ming's videos, actually, he said he had a kid come up to him saying that shaitan existing is actually some sort of blessing to us, right? Because we as human beings, we have that weak nature. So whenever we fall, we have someone to blame. So I look, for example, if you transgress against me, we could blame it on the shaitan and be like, yo, like, you know, <laughs> sorry, my brother, but you know, the shaitan like really, like really got to me there. Why? Because also that's really, that's really true. Quran In the Quran, Satan is announced as an enemy to mankind. So that's really crazy. Anybody on these streets, all these human beings, not, no one's my enemy. I mean, 100% Satan, because Satan like, look, my enemy. there's been, there's been plenty of times where of course no you might, enemies. you might've got a thought in your head and you're just like, dude, where did this come from? Mm -hmm. All thoughts of the shaitan. Yeah. Yeah. And these, these types of behaviors, we have to think about how like this, this goes into conducting ourselves and our character, right? And us being, a, being Muslims, announcing it to the world, announcing it to the public, we have to understand how, these things will come back to bite bite us if we don't uh, if we don't know how to conduct ourselves as Muslims. If we're not very knowledgeable, it's like really it's really a manners. Things, it's yeah, a exactly. manners like, thing. Obviously, yeah, you could have manners because oh, your parents taught you this and that. But no, go, but go learn it in the, the Prophet Sunnah. Muhammad yeah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Yes, because because a lot of people don't really understand like how well mannered the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is. Even his enemies, even his enemies. Like they understood that he, this guy, he, he was the man. He was, he yeah. was the Rajah. Th think about the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He had one of these, so, so. he had one of the, the abilities. Allah blessed him with the ability to soften the hearts of the people. Mm -hmm. And that's so beautiful. The, even the people, the people who hated them, they converted to Islam from such a man he was. Of course. Is that not like yes. mind-blowing? Exactly. Like, dude, yeah, we, I've talked about this point before. And I'm going to continue to stress on it. Prayer is not the whole faith. Your fasting is not the whole faith. Like, look, imagine you're making wudu, but at the same time, you're wasting all the water in the world. Or you're you're doing your five daily prayers, but at the same time, you're so bad to your family members. Mm -hmm. Like, well, what, like is, what is that doing for exactly. you? I agree. Oh, wow. I agree. It's like you're canceling out all the good you're doing by doing equally as much bad. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like if you want to be the best... 
you're not you're gonna do do everything in your possible ability to do, be the best. So if you're gonna be a Muslim, if, if, and if you're gonna have religion, the religion of Islam in your heart, you're gonna have to submit hundred percent, not ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, exactly, like hundred percent, like. It's it's the same thing if you're if you're gonna play a sport or something. You you're have not to gonna be, be one foot in, in, one foot out. Like, it's not like it's not like, oh, I'm trying to pray, but I'm still like drinking. No, I'm trying to pray and I'm trying to stop drinking at the same time. Yeah, are you course. gonna bro, are you gonna are you gonna go to the gym and try to better get your body in, in shape and still be eating cake and sweets and all this for for your yeah. meals every single day? No protein. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, a, that's the exact example. You're gonna negate all your results. Yeah. Like if if you don't try to cleanse out the bad things in your life and understanding like why these things are bad for you, because you'll see the wisdom later. The first mm. thing is God said so. And when this man smiled like he was. We had a conversation. I don't know if you were there, but yeah, we had a conversation. He was like, "Oh, if I told you to jump off a cliff, or not, not jump off a cliff. If I if I told you to go ram your head in that wall, would you do it?" And I was mm-hmm. like, I started questioning. I was like, "Okay, why would you tell me to go ram, ram your head?" He's like, "Would you do it?" And then I was like, so I questioned him. I was like, "Okay, uh, would you do it?" He's like, "Yes, because I trust trust you with every fiber in my being." And I was like, "Okay, yeah. I get it now." <laughs> and I didn't know I didn't know at the time, but then I found out the lesson. I was like, "See, when when." Like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he trusts Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, yeah. anything he has commanded, you will do it without any, like, without any hesitation because Allah said so. I fully trust in Allah. Like, I could trust in my brother right here, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the trust you have for Allah, it's, it's another level. This is an infathomable, mm-hmm. infathomable amount of trust, yes. like reliance upon my Lord that no matter what he says, man, if he were to say, if he were to tell me, go, go to war tomorrow, I'm going to war. If he were to tell me, do this tomorrow, I'm doing it like Prophet mm-hmm. Ibrahim Alisam. He had a dream to kill his own son for the sake of Allah. Yes. He had no yes. true yes. submission. Yes, that's true yes. submission Listen, right there. That's perfect right there. Look, and even in um in the Quran verses when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking about Abraham, after Abraham went alayhi salam went to go fulfill the vision, fulfill the vision, Allah said, like you fulfilled the you fulfilled the vision. And he replaced um Ismail with a ram with a ram. And then Allah said after that, We made his name high. In the, like right now, right now, Abraham, he's high, he's high in rank. Peace be upon Abraham. Listen, look, peace be upon Abraham. And I also want to bring up another point. In Surah, in Surah Shuara, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Like, i.e., in the night. And have like have trust in the mighty, the wise, mm-hmm. the one who sees you when you get up for prayer. Just, hold on, moment of silence. You think? Wait, hold, hold on. on. <laughs> you think like the reason I brought Ibrahim Ali Sam up Ali in this Islam. is because think about it. Like this prophet not only tested with having to off his own son, but his own father would not accept this. I mean, his own father wanted to take him off this earth. Like, you see this? Mm-hmm. Look at the test that he had to go through. You think he earned the, the name Khalil Allah for no reason? Like, look at, this is the submission that the Prophet Ibrahim had Islam. from a young age, come on. Like, these, this man, he submitted from a young age. He understood mm-hmm. who his Lord was. He understood his Hold mission. On. Yes, And yes. that's so crazy to me. That's why his story is like, it touches my heart every single time I think about it. Yes, I'm about to cook. Ready? For any Muslim that wants to get, like increase their iman, you look at the story of Abraham. Because from a youthful age, he was being tried, tried, and tried. His, his entire community was against him. They wanted to throw him in a fire. And his father, and was, with, and his father was with him, and they did. And then he was, he, and then he was given prophethood. And then once he, he abandoned his community and abandoned his father, he finally, he finally got children. Abraham, he waited. He, 
it was it took a long time for him to get children. And then once he got children, he was committed to sacrifice. And then he was gonna go through with the sacrifice. Uh, talk about talk about tr- true submission to God. Talk about yes. what it means to be a Muslim. It's, go look at Prophet yes, Ibrahim exactly. And it's no wonder why every single prophet after him is from his family. Mm-hmm. It's from his lineage, mm-hmm. directly from his lineage. Like subhanAllah. And when we talk about conducting yourself as a Muslim, these are the types of people you have to look after. Yeah, the Prophet ﷺ. But why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tell you about all these other prophets in the Quran? Was it for no reason? It was to teach you about the, na- the nations before you, the people that these prophets went to and how bad they were, how horrible they were, associating partners with Allah, committing the worst sins, right? The same sins that Willingly. people commit today. Yeah, exactly. Willingly, right? And seeing how the prophets conducted themselves when they were ridiculed, when they were turned away, when they were threatened to be stoned or something like this. And you see, us nowadays, we can't even act correctly towards our own Muslims. Muslims. Like online, like subhanAllah, like you go online. Like remember the Akhi Ayman situation, people kept asking us, oh, what do you think about the Akhi Ayman situation? I don't care, bro. Like subhanAllah, like he that's my brother like, in Islam. Like, why would brother I ridicule Islam, him? Why exactly. would I backbite him? Why would I center him? Why would I say anything bad about him? Like if he made a mistake, go rectify it with him and let him rectify it for himself online. I'm not going to go out here Hey, this guy's a bad guy. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah. and then, like hey, he hasn't done any work for the Ummah. People immediately forgot, like, how much how much hearts he's touched with people. Like, this is the person who calls to the religion of God. Why are you, why are you trying to like downplay him? Why you, you could if if we were to cancel or if we were to delete the accounts of every single person who messed up, like as a Muslim or as like a content a Muslim content creator, we'd have none. We'd have none. We'd have none. We'd have, we'd we'd have, have no none. reminders. But also, like, uh, there is some good in this. Like, we we now know, even for ourselves, if we were to mess up, people let us know. People let us <laughs> no, know. No, no. <laughs> letting, letting us know privately, <laughs> letting us know, like, we take down a, a, a video if we said a mistake or something like that. But, but going online, slandering this person or telling him, warning against him, saying, like, don't ever take anything from this man. Don't ever listen to him. Like, bro, come on, man. Like, like at least just, give the man a chance to speak for he's himself. Just, yeah, or he's you just go trying to do good. Like, these are these are the types of things where I say, okay, hold on, man. Is this how you tell people that this is the way Islam is conducted? If someone makes a wrong, you make it known to the entire world. There, you warn against them. Allah like Allah. You warn against them like the way that uh, the the people of Mecca freaking uh, warned against the Prophet Ali Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. The way they tried to bribe people. Hey, don't listen to him. Don't go speak to him. The people who used to move to Mecca while he was g- giving dawah, Ali Sallallahu they'd warn against him. They say, hey, if you see this man, don't listen to him. Don't talk to him. Don't look at him. Nothing. You see, you, you want to be like those people? SubhanAllah, these are the lessons we're supposed to learn. This lessons we're supposed to take so we're not like them. Mm-hmm. And look at the danger of this. Look at the danger of this when a non-Muslim looks at the Muslim community and the Muslim community is acting up like this. We're supposed to be a community of high value. We're supposed to be straight, set on, right? But if they see that we have a problem within ourselves, we are ridiculing each other, why would they want to join our faith? Why would they want to become a Muslim? Because then you'll see confusing. some people, hey, like, oh... They're advising nicely. Then you'll see another people. Why is this guy like, I see, I see a Muslim? This, like, I see this in common. I, I, I see like, oh, if I was to become Muslim, can I just fall under no sect? Could I just be a Muslim? No Sunni, no Shia. And that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. You People should be able to, like, we have to fix the issues within ourselves first. Like, there's, there's always a sense of like, fix your own issues before you go out trying to fix other people's, right? Like, Advising other people has to come with certain degrees of, you know, knowledge, like not only knowledge in Islam, but knowledge in how to conduct yourself, the knowledge of character. Like you, everybody thinks that the deen is just the sharia, it's just the law, it's just the rules. Like there are also the stories of the, of the prophets, Ali Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, like the, the warnings against the hellfire and the, the promise of Jannah. There are the, the conduction of 
like your character in the sunnah like there is a reason why the sunnah is there for you not only just for the deeds that you're supposed to do oh yeah the sunnah prayers yeah subhanallah but also the way that he acted the way he acted towards his oppressors the way he acted towards his companions the way he acted towards his wives the way he acted towards his his children like the way he conducted himself with everybody how his his behavior varied in certain situations like even to the people who killed his uncle they accepted Islam. He couldn't do anything about it. He, he, he was angry about it, but he didn't retaliate. You think he, he wanted, to, he may have wanted to retaliate, but he didn't. You know, subhanAllah, look at, look at the, the, the mannerisms of this man. Like, subhanAllah, yeah, the akhlaq. Like, someone who has such a high sense of tawheed inside his heart, a high sense of it, uh, ikhlas as well. Like, it, it, it's someone, it's the reason why you have to always look at his life. Look at his life to model yourself after it. Mm -hmm. Whenever, whenever we do stuff, like as in for myself, I say, how would the Prophet ﷺ react in this situation? What would the Prophet ﷺ be doing? How like is uh, if the Prophet ﷺ was ever in a similar situation in terms of like um, like a lesson that he may have left behind for us? How could I find my way to do it like this? Right. Mm -hmm. So we have we have to be people like this. Like, there's a reason why we say follow the Quran and Sunnah. For what? Not not for no reason. Follow the Quran and Sunnah and understanding the actions and the teachings of the Prophet. Ali Ali right? So we we spoke about this for what? Mostly, well, mostly this is just a, a reminder. Yeah. A reminder of this isn't really about a, this is more about like internally, you should be conscious of your actions and what you're doing. Why? Because our, Imam Shafi said this. He said, there's a verse that every single wrongdoer should be fearful of. And then he was asked, what is that verse? And he said, and your Lord never forgets. You should always be conscious of that. And that's really why, like, when we talk about this, it's also, if someone were to see you doing something, or if someone were to see you lashing out on someone, or if someone were to see you, like, um, acting any, in any particular way, and they were to be influenced by that, or you somehow got away with it? Yeah. Allah doesn't Look, forget. Listen. Allah wait, doesn't forget. Listen. Remember to hate the sin that the person does, not the person doing the sin. Don't see someone doing a sin and making an excuse to hate on them. Of Tell them about the sin and why it's wrong and remind them of it. Remi reminder doesn't mean being harsh. We are supposed to be kind, like speak well, right? The way that Musa Aisam was commanded to speak to Fir'aun, the worst of mankind. And he had to speak well with him. He had to be respectful to him. SubhanAllah. Like, why can't we be the same to our own Muslim brothers and sisters? People who are trying, they may be struggling. We don't know until we talk to them. Until And, you know, Allah knows. Allah Adam to these types of things. This is why you have to understand. Hate the sin, don't hate the sinner. Don't use the sin to make an excuse to hate and, this person. And I'll bring, I'll bring this up to, like, to people. Every single person out there, you know in your heart, you have problems. You have things that you're going through constantly, consistently. And imagine if you were to mess up, small mess up, like you didn't really even mean it. You didn't mean it at all, at all. And people will call you names for years on years on years on end and never let you hear the end of it. How, would, how, that would push you over the edge. You would lose, your, you would lose yourself. Yeah, you have no idea so, how and, and then, yeah. Do you think you're any different from another person? Like humanity, we're more alike than we are different. In, in, like, in terms of humanity, in, like, yeah. in terms of I, the human. We're more alike than we are different. So I know if I'm having problems, the, other, the person next to me might be having problems. And the person mm -hmm. next and the person next. And, they might, and their problems might be way bigger than mine. They might be struggling way more than me. 
so why would I go and talk to them in a, in a way which why would, would you increase their yeah, problems increase and difficulty? Yeah. And you know what's crazy? I always see, like, if I ever just were to see someone online, right, and they they commit a sin that I may have committed, right? And obviously, they did it in public. I didn't do it in public. I'll I'll look at them and I'll be like, dang, man, I hate to see it. I won't I won't say anything bad about them because I'll just be like, man, I hate to see it because I struggled with this yeah, before. Yeah, I used to do that. Yes, yeah, I, agree. Like, I agree. I agree. It 100%. sucks because... I wish like they they knew what I could like if I could show them or if I could why, help them. Like, yeah. this is this is horrible. Like it'll it'll lead you down a darker path. But mm -hmm. you can't do that with everybody. But it's just something I think about. Like mm -hmm. if I see someone committing a sin, I'm like, hey man, I'm not free of this. I'm not someone who never committed this sin or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like even if it's but a it, sin I didn't commit, like let's say I, I see someone. Committing. I could have been that person. Yeah, exactly. I could have yeah. been right in their spot. Yeah. And how would I have reacted if I was in their position? Like, especially seeing people who are who are making fun of me or something like that or or telling me, oh, I'm a fake Muslim or like or whatever, making making me feel like I should be pushed away from Islam instead of bringing me closer to Islam. Right. Mm -hmm. So that, that is why we turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with our grievances. We don't turn to the people. The people, they won't help us. Mm -hmm. See, imagine imagine if you could turn to other people and tell them about your sins. Well, of course, like I said, forgiveness. This is why our 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 relationship with Allah is very unique. It's based upon repentance and forgiveness. We it is not like that with any other person. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the like greatest. That's, why I, that's one of the greatest blessings. That's why he taught Adam and his yeah. wife how yes. to repent and seek his forgiveness. I agree. And if they didn't, they'd be amongst the losers. That's an amazing point. I'm amazing like, point. Yeah. I that's think a that's great a great way to end it. That's right a great there. way to end it. And. That that will close out this video. Like we we spoke about a couple different things, but you know the central theme about conducting yourself as a Muslim, like your character and understanding that we must show people Islam and not just tell people about Islam. Like if you're gonna tell people that you are Muslim, make sure you can conduct yourself that way as well. And what I say for that is for us as like Muslims, especially on social media, if you're gonna make it known you're Muslim, you should not be persisting in sin. Because that's very dangerous. Not only does it open you up to backbiting and slander. But it also opens you up to gaining a lot more sins because a lot more people will see you doing mm. the sin, right? Yeah. So be very weary of that. Be very cautious of that. Yeah. And that don't is just sin, a warning. Don't that is just a reminder for you and for us. Yeah. So, you know, with that being said, assalamu alaikum warahmatullah. Man, we thank you guys for watching this video. Make sure to share this with your friends and family. You never know whose life you can change by sharing this video. And just to remind you, we are not uh, scholars. We're still students of knowledge. We're still increasing our knowledge every single day. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.